What was that for? Why did you slap at us? What? That was like his action roll em. Oh, roll em action. We'll roll if you're em. thinking that they're going to edit this out when we say something stupid, or that, no, they won't. It'll show up at Christmas. It'll, yeah. It'll, for, they'll get, yeah, it'll, it'll definitely come at the Christmas party. I know. Um, so, Lynn, we're, we're kind of fresh off the Super Bowl uh, and uh, the Forge Super Bowl, World Dairy Expo, uh, a few weeks back. Uh, we, had a, we had a good trip down there. And, and in the Forge uh, Super Bowl, we had the top performing um, or the grand champion standard corn silage. So that was one of our varieties, Master's Choice 4050. So I just thought we would get together today, you and I, and kind of throw some ideas back and forth about how somebody, and I'm not necessarily talking about winning the Ford Super Bowl, that's not at all, but, but what we want to do is we want to tell guys how to make world-class silage so that they can improve their operation, milk production, components, those kind of things, efficiency on their farm, productivity, profitability. So, so I just want to kind of throw out some ideas, three or four ideas that, that you and I could really talk through about how a guy could go about making world-class silage, okay? I think that, I think that we want anybody who is listening to this um, to understand that we, we say we won the, the standard corn division uh, grand champion this year. One of the farms that we represent turned in a, submitted a sample that won. That's a great, that's a great point. And so what we, what we, what, what you and I are engaged in, and, 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 and I know that you know this, but I don't want us to send off the wrong image to, to anybody that would be watching this, is that we are, the, the, what, the thing that you and I want to do the most is we want to help everybody yes. out there yes. that's, that's willing to buy a bag of Master's Choice corn to be able to develop world-class silage. Yes. You know, something that they could submit from their farm to go into the Forge Super Bowl at Dairy Expo and win a prize. Right. You know? And, and, and so much more than winning a prize is, is that we move the quality bar upwards for that silage that's yes. on the farm. Yes, It exactly. is worth an incredible amount of money. And I think that that gets lost a lot of times in, 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 in the shuffle of just throwing uh, numbers around, you know, that people look at. And, 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 and for example, and, and I hope I'm not deviating too far no, from where no. you wanted to go with this. I, and well, if you are, I, I'll stop you. Yeah, I know, that, I know that you have got a very intricate system that you use, that you have developed with, you know, the, with many of your associates yes. that you work with and consultants that you work with and the folks that work with you in the nutrition department, a, a, a layering system that evaluates very accurately what a corn silage is going to do in a cow. Right. It's so so let's, just, let's just do that because that, that's, that's exactly where I wanted to start. Was was exactly where we wanted to start with number one being being selecting if you if you are going to have world class silage if you're going to have if you're going to have high quality silage if you're going to raise the bar of the quality of silage first thing you have to do is you've got to start off with hybrids corn hybrids that are bred and developed and selected for for genetic potential of having high quality. Yes. Okay. And so it's exactly what you're talking about. Master's choice here. We are we are looking at. We are not. We do not just bring. We just not get an uh, uh, a hybrid, and then say, oh, 
Does this have good tonnage, and is it big and bold and leafy, and does it have good good uh, good amount of starch in it? Oh, okay, yeah, that looks like a good good silage hybrid. We'll we'll give that to the nutrition guys to to sell as a, as a as a good silage hybrid. No, we're starting we're starting way back in in the beginning. Cullen and I looking at at the characteristics, um, even the gen, even the 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 um, genetic characteristics, not just the 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 phenotype, okay, not just the physical characteristics, but the genetic characteristics of of inbreds, okay, of parent plants, of plants that we put together to make hybrids, we're looking at those to whether or not they have the genetic potential to have increased fiber digestibility, increased starch, you know, all of these things that increase starch digestibility, all of these things, okay? Mm -hmm. And and so yes, so we start we start at that point. And then, and then we carry it to we carry it to what we are calling our MPG index. Okay, we we, we know that these that these um, in, inbred plants that these these parent plants have have these characteristics. We put those together, and then we run then we run those through through our testing system where it is. It's all of those different layers, and 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 I I I, I tread lightly on this, but I want to make this very clear. We are, we in the industry have been stuck in a rut to where we have been, we have been determining the quality of a hybrid by parameters that are at the very least somewhat outdated, if not antiquated, and some of them even obsolete. And, and so, and so, you know, I, 2006, they came out with milk per ton, was a great characterization of of um, of the quality of corn silage. Well, it was an improvement over milk 2000. It was an improvement over milk 2000, but we're 11 years out from that. Yeah, we're 11 years out from that, and and well, you, you to kind of to kind of background just a little bit of what we were talking about. You're, you've taken over. The responsibilities that I held within within this company as director of nutrition research, okay, and 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 you have taken it absolutely to to another series of levels, and I'm so proud of you for doing that. But before it was you and Cullen that was sitting down working on these things. It was myself and Jeremy yeah. that were sitting down and looking at these things. And as a matter of fact, Milk 2006 was the first edition that was beginning to look at fiber digestibility yes. in a public way. Right, we were looking at fiber digestibility of the plant, you know, in, in, in years before 2006. I mean, they just didn't all of a sudden invent that. They right, just right. decided that that was going to be a process that they were going to use to evaluate that. But Milk 2006 is what competitions like Forage Super Bowl at Dairy Expo right. still use to yes. value a, yes. a forage today. And when you say that you, you know, one of our farms won the grand champion there, that's all well and good, but they used an antiquated system probably to arrive at that. And, and we feel like we've moved well beyond that. Right. So we're, we're chasing a few rabbits here to get back to the, to the initiative that we, wanted, we want every farm that we work with to be able to have this world-class silage that when, they, that when they hit the master's choice corn in the, in the bunk or when they get a bag of master's choice corn silage, it's, it's going to, with assurance, feed very well and better than whatever else that could be out there. Now, there are several things that we can do that we do behind the scenes to make sure that that genetics yes. works yes. and works well. Yes. Um, 
But then there are several things that we can do on the farm that we need to talk about through the course of today Definitely. as well. Definitely. So, so, yes. that. so we have, we have, we have four points that we're going to cover here. Number one is going to be picking, picking the right hybrids based on, on, on ge genetic potential. We're going to be talking about maximizing healthy plants per acre. So we're going to be talking about the management of those. We're going to be talking about how, how, how we maximize harvest. Okay. How, what, what are the harvest keys to making sure that we get that in there? And then the storage keys. Okay. What, what are, what do we need to do at, at, at time of storage to make sure that we've got the best corn silage, you know, possible. So we're going to cover all four of those things today. We've, uh, we've done pretty good. We've only taken 10 minutes to, to roll out the, uh, the, uh, um, the, the outline of what we're going to talk about. Today. Exactly. Exactly. So, so, so going back to this, going back to this, genetic selection. You know, we, we have a full lineup of hybrids that have been bred, developed, selected, tested for genetic potential to, to be high quality silage. Back in the day when Jeremy and I were doing some of this selection, if I could refer back to that mm -hmm. period of time, we kind of came up with the MPG slogan. Yes. Milk production, production genetics. genetics. I, I want to make sure that you. I get it. I get it. And and we we kind of got away from that insignia a little bit. But every what you're saying is every hybrid in the lineup that's in the master's choice bag has been selected for feeding enhanced quality. Absolutely. And and so we talked about that testing protocol and those layers. I've put together those layers, expanding on the things that were in Milk Milk 2006. Absolutely. I mean, we have new tests. Yes. That, that were that were not even thought about back right. then. That, that we're not even looking at. That we weren't even looking at. And so now, okay, how do we incorporate, you know, seven hour starch? Well, there there's more parameters in seven hour starch. Milk 2006 doesn't even take in starch digestibility. Yeah. You know, doesn't take in doesn't take in some of the other other fiber uh, factors, fiber digestibility factors and fractions that we know of now. And so rolling all of these things into a selection process is what we have to have if we are going to have milk production genetics. And yeah. so we've called this 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 uh, system and this index, this layering process of evaluation. We've called it the MPG index. And so next year in our hybrid guide, you'll see everything will have a score, an MPG score, based on how it performed it, uh, in all of these characteristics. Now, I'm not telling everybody all the characteristics, right? Right. And, and, and it, because it is... Nor what, should you. Nor, nor should I. And, and, and even if they strap me down the chair and hook me up to uh, uh, jumper cables, you know, I'm like, nope, not doing it, you know? <laughs> But um, because it, it is the thing that, that I believe sets us apart from what everybody else is chasing. Absolutely. And, Agreed. And really in the industry, I, I'm, I, everybody in the industry that is chasing livestock and silage is chasing us. And they are not going to catch us because they do not have the testing protocol that we do to make sure that when we go on a farm, we can tell a guy, here's our full lineup that has been selected for milk production genetics, MPGs, and here is our full lineup. Let's find the best one that fits your farm. Yes. And so, so if a guy's gonna have world-class silage, he's gotta have something that was specifically developed for that. I don't think there's, I don't think there's a company in, in, the, in, the, uh, in the industry now that has a full lineup that has, that has been selected for um, 
uh, for feedability at all. And, and I, I may be wrong, but I, I, don't, I don't see that at all. Well, you, you don't even have, and this is no slam. This is no slam on any labs. We, I, I, I really enjoy the people and, and the work that they do at the labs we mm -hmm. work at. You don't even have one lab that can perform all the work that you do that goes, no. into, that goes into establishing all of the parameters or the layers that, no. uh, that determine the, the, uh, uh, a corn's ability or efficiency to make milk. No, you're exactly right. And, and um, you, you know, there, there isn't. There isn't one lab that could go run that could go run this the same the same test that I look at and um, and so all of our all of our testing is done third party we we use third party labs we we could um, you know we we could have a forge lab if you would let me buy one and um, <laughs> get back to you on that you get back to me but but you know we we could have we could have an internal lab but what good is internal data I mean you know. As far as far as that goes, you know, where are the checks and balances on some of that? So that's why we go to third-party labs exactly right. to get this work done. So that so that so that you know, you know that that guy sitting at the NIR machine that, that may someday be at the at the Master's Choice R and D headquarters, right? That guy sitting there, he's always going to have in his mind, oh, I want to make sure that this all looks good, right? You know what I mean? And 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 always flavored and slanted. Whereas we send it to a third-party lab, we get those test results back. There, there, there isn't any slanting there. It just, it just is what it is. But there is no one lab that I can send everything to that incorporates all of those layers that we've put together to make sure that when a guy has a, has a master's choice hybrid on his farm, it has, it has been not only, only looked at from the very beginning, but it has been tested as a hybrid to see if it has the potential for, for, for milk production. Well, if that's not complicated enough, you've got to bring Kevin and Kyle and their team into play because you've got to bring all of the agronomic testing in because, you know what, that, that master's choice hybrid actually needs to yield more than the competition as well as test better than the yeah. competition yeah. because the one thing that, that, that farmers have discovered out here for years, if you bring something to the farm that's nutritionally enhanced, a, a plant or, or try to sell seed that's nutritionally enhanced, yeah. there is always something wrong with the agronomic. Well, and that is what they have typically thought. Yeah. That is what has historically been thought. But with Master's Choice, we're not giving up agronomics for what we're doing. And we are not giving up yield for what we are doing. You know, there are a lot of companies out there that are, that are chasing certain genetic mutants, let me, let me put it that way, that have, that have typically um, and and not just typically, but consistently had yield drag and agronomic problems. And as long as they keep chasing just genes, yeah, they're gonna they're they're losing. Yeah, okay, they're 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 losing. We're we're not we're not just chasing a gene to do this. We we are chasing a whole a whole system that that produces a hybrid. Um, that has the genetic potential to, to be able to go on a farm and make milk, and that also has the agronomics and the yield that it, that are that are going to be um, you know as good, if not better, than anything in the industry. But you, you're right. You know, we get down, we sit down with R and D, and and I'll I'll admit, man, I, I love animal nutrition, and and I love. Looking at, at the nutrition of these hybrids, and man, I've seen some great things. And, and then go, to, go, to the, go with the rest of the uh, 
uh, guys who work in the agronomy section, Kyle and Kevin, and they've been out looking at at it all year long in the field, and they're like, Mark, it just it doesn't yield with anything. It just doesn't have subject it, to stress. Subject to stress, <laughs> it just falls apart. And I'm just oh, and so consequently, there'll be one that they choose. Uh, oh, Mark, this hybrid is the first one out of the ground, and it's big and bold and le- oh, it's so beautiful. And and I, you know, sometimes it worries me about the way that they think about those hybrids. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, because that one might test like crap. You yeah, know? yeah. You look know look like they, the rest of the yeah, industry. Yeah, you know they they they, they see these and and, um, and and they get excited, and I have to come in and I have to say. It doesn't test. It doesn't test. It does not have the 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 ability, the potential for uh, for making milk. Now, I don't know very many other job jobs around the country where where the where the degree of success is as low as is in product <laughs> development. Yeah, you know, right, at master's right, choice. Right, right, you know, right. uh, because these guys, you guys are out there making tens of thousands of crosses each and every year. And, and we bring what, maybe a couple of hybrids? We have two new hybrids in the lineup this year? Uh, yeah, two, two new hybrids in the lineup this year. Tens of thousands of hand crosses that, that went through the screening process yeah. to get to this place that we, that we outlined as number one on, the, on, our, on our talk today, that we wanted to, to place emphasis on the genetics, yeah. uh, that it starts there with those genetics. But that, but that level of success, you know, two out of tens of thousands, and, and you know, that's not very, that's not very high it's, degree it's, of success. It's not a very high degree of success. <laughs> no, absolutely not. So if a guy's going to make world-class silage, the first thing he has to do is he has to have a hybrid on his farm that is bred and developed and selected for milk-making potential. <laughs>